0: on everybody welcome to yet another episode of pittsburgh baseball now's very own podcast or two and a half gringos to the cool cats um we i guess this is the second episode on youtube ever uh the first one got some amazing support i think we're up to like 36 37 subscribers last i checked and close to 150 views on the first video so that's pretty bomb um we, we appreciate the hell out of the support, but uh, we did want to make like a little announcement here. Um, we are going to prolong the uh, the giveaway for Bubba Chandler's uh, jersey, uh, the signed jersey that NOLA accidentally bought to uh, JP Massey and <laughs> Bubba Chandler, but it worked out in our favor. Um So instead of using the skeen stash hashtag, we're going to do Petty Jeffy. As you can see uh, in Nola's bottom left-hand corner there on YouTube, the beautiful YouTube. Um, Same rules still apply. Share this video instead of the first video. Give us your thoughts on the entire draft, not just the first day. And uh, yeah, show us proof that you subscribe to the podcast for the, that,
1: for the people that already entered we can leave them yeah in it too which is we want we want more more bodies
0: yeah more we fun. want more bodies and then nola even came up with a great idea to uh kind of have like a wheel selection and like go live with it and people can see in real time who won look at that butte right there look at oh, it oh, yeah. it's amazing uh, but yeah, it, it's it's going to be uh, a fun time. Uh, unfortunately, Murph uh, isn't with us at this very second. Um, he's having uh, some technical difficulties, but he'll be back, I'm sure, rather quickly. Um, but, Nola, introduce yourself, man. How you been?
1: Fantastic. Having a good day.
0: Yeah. yeah. Had Did to grass the really? grass
1: in awful, weather,
0: awful heat, but, you know, got through it. Yeah, the heat uh, heat is a is a son of a bitch. I, I we, we discussed the heat a couple days ago in the uh, in the group chat. And as Murph joins us again, what's going on, buddy? Um, for just just for the people, we, we, we discussed the the giveaway, but have that beautiful hashtag pop up on the screen real quick for the people.
1: Hashtag Petty Jeffy.
0: Petty Jeffy. Jeffy. Use that hashtag, same rules as the last episode. Um, just scroll back and listen to what we said. I'm not going to repeat myself again. Um, but Noel introduced himself, Big Bear. Why don't you introduce yourself to the people?
2: I'm Big Bear. How's it going, people?
0: Living <laughs> Cla- loving the, um,
2: the, yeah, the current internet situation. I had to bust out the old hotspot see how that works.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I know you're pain, Murph. Uh, right before we started recording, I had to bust out the old hotspot myself. So we're hotspot buddies. But, guys, we want to discuss the entirety of the Pirates draft. Um, and apparently they moved to the SEC because I think every single pitcher that they drafted uh, pretty much came from the SEC, it seemed like, mm-hmm. especially in the later rounds. Um, and, and we just kind of want to get a feel for how they did it. because in my mind it feels like it's schemes or bust in this draft um not a whole lot of high regarded names i mean murph i think you discussed this in the group chat that they kind of t- or maybe it was nola they kind of took the jp massey prototype with all of these pitchers Great stuff. Terrible control. They think they can fix it. Um, do Do you feel like Ben Charrington saw a success in Masti and was like, you know what, we're just gonna keep doing this over and over and over and over again and just see what sticks? Because it seems like, that.
2: yeah, I mean, it kind of works out that way. Like, I feel like it's it's probably a little of both, right? I mean, they got their guy, they got the generational pitching talent, you know, the guy who's supposed to be a frontline starter. So they they felt that maybe they can take some swings for the fences and, and see what pans out. I mean, um, I mean, we say that we say there's a lot of upside thing, but I was listening to the the uh, pipeline that will be pipeline podcast, and they mentioned that the Pirates were one of three teams to draft ten players in their top two fifty, with the Reds and the and the Orioles being the only other two. Now they did they did leave notes that saying that like. One of the players, they don't think the Pirates will sign. And um, so that kind of drops it down to nine. They actually pretty much guaranteed that they weren't going to sign him. So, I mean, we, we look at it as, like, it's a bunch of, like, relievers and, and stuff like that. But they were able to get to some guys who were pretty highly ranked by MLB Pipeline. So maybe there is something a little bit more with it there.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you on that, and, and kind of one one of the pictures that kind of shocked me because on Friday, today, the day we're recording, um, some players got signed by the Pirates, and one of them was, uh, let's see, her fifth-round pick, Patrick Bailey out of Vanderbilt, who signed at full slot, which was kind of shocking to me because I, I think Bailey was – I'm not entirely sure. But I'm, is it Miley? I thought – I don't know. What, you're, what you're probably you?
1: Of, you, were, you were probably watching a Pirates game with uh, the catcher for the Giants. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it's it's me. I mean, look at my hair. It's, <laughs> it's a mess. I'm a mess. Everything is a mess. Anyways, he signed it full slot, and I was kind of shocked to that. But apparently another great stuff, terrible control, didn't have things work out at Vanderbilt. So, I mean – how are we feeling about that? Because that's a fairly high pick. And are, are we seeing him kind of as a bullpen type of guy, or do you think the Pirates can work a Massey type deal with him? Nola, I'll start with you since Murph led off.
1: Uh, I mean, I think it's obviously going to be a case of getting him in mean, a system and see what they got because it could be a Massey. Um, I mean, even JC Flowers for a while there was getting pushed a little further. Uh, Even if the first couple years he was a one, two-inning, three-inning guy, and last year they were pushing a little more. So it's always possible, but I don't know. The more I think about this draft, the more – I mean, I'm not that upset at it. It's – because even – well, what? Because 2020 draft, we're pretty much going to be at a point where they're going to hit on 50%. Yeah, Majinski and Gonzalez already in the majors. Jones is right there. Yeah. Um I just think it's it's such a crapshoot at this point that yeah. In a lot of cases it's skeins or bust just because in most
0: drafts it really is just that as it is. I mean, yeah, that's true, but it it kinda has a a different feel than than other drafts, you know, with Tank Davis. There was other players in that draft that you can kind Mm -hmm. of rely on it it just seems like in this draft particularly there isn't like a solomento or a a Chandler or or maybe they are and and maybe we just don't know enough yet but i don't know it just doesn't have that same feel
1: i mean i feel like that mooth kid xander mooth i mean he kind of fits the profile that they in a sense of what they look for with prep kids so i mean He's not ranked top 40 like Sola was, but I, th- I think he's still in the same breadth as, you know, when they go after prep arms, they kind of have, you know, he's a big, big kid, six six two hundred five is how Pipeline has him listed. Big stuff, just control problems like the other kids, so.
0: Yeah. Are you happy I with too, Muth? I can't. Murph, are you happy with Muth? Because he's, he's a prep arm, and I know you love your prep guy. Uh,
2: apparently it's pronounced
0: meat. Oh, I, I
2: thought I was, I was, I, I was listening to something and I think they said meat for it. Huh. No, we're, I, I do pronouncing
1: so every name system. right now.
2: <laughs> that's cool. We're going to get it out of our system now. But um, oh, yeah. I mean, he, he was, he wasn't one of the kids that I was like zeroing in on that. I was like watching a lot of video on, but I had watched some stuff on him, you know, like a stuff, he had a little bit of a lower arm slot that, that created a little extra movement on the, on the fastball. So intriguing. I mean, you're kind of swinging for the fences with these guys and just kind of banking on the um, development team to kind of take control. Um, I will say, I, I I can't, I don't know where I read it or where I heard it. Um, but like, didn't, didn't like Carrington say something along the lines of like, with a lot of these, these kids that they took out of the SEC is that, you know, if they had played like outside the SEC or something like that, that they probably would have been in the rotation somewhere. And a lot of times that it's just, it was just like the byproduct. Like Riley, he's he's a guy that's probably if he's not playing in at Vanderbilt, he's probably he was like a top one hundred prospect at uh, a high school.
1: Yeah, so, yeah say, like, I, I think because uh, uh, I know uh, when Tim wrote his uh, recap article, he had some quotes from Steve Sanders, and I think that's what he was mentioning. That
2: okay, so it was me.
1: Yeah, and that's what because watching a lot of the games, I mean, because you got a Harrington and a. Campbell, and it's like, would Harrington be a starter at LSU or Mississippi State? No. Campbell, <laughs> Yeah, and he's a yeah. Friday night starter, you know, which I don't even think he was a starter truly at least the first year or so, but and that's where it kind of goes back to, I think when I was talking to y'all about Carrico, when I was reading his report on uh, Baseball America, they were talking about how he'd only ever seen 22 pitches out of, I don't know, it was like 1,169, we'll say. And he'd only seen 22 pitches of 93 miles an hour or higher at, at Davidson. Yeah. And it's because, I mean, these college schools recruit kids in really the same fashion professional teams do. They look for big stuff that they can mold. So, you know, and a lot of the kids, the bigger, bigger arms, I mean, Cam Johnson was going to LSU. You know, you got kids going to UCLA, yeah. all those places. So
0: Yeah, I mean Murph was sweating there for a minute. He he was sweating. And then Cam came out with the tiger emojis and he was like, All right, we're cool now. I
2: mean <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean I will say didn't like we talked about it, didn't like Braylon Bishop do something along the same lines that made it we all thought that he was going to school and then he signed. Like I'll tell you what, if the Cardinals took him with a twentieth round pick and then were able to sign him I will be pounding the table for something different in the draft. Because I will be so upset.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's why. But, and that's, I mean, because, yeah, Cam Johnson just put, like, the Tiger emojis. But I'm pretty sure when Braylon did,
0: he he was was a little more,
1: like, cocky, like, I ain't going there. I'm going to Arkansas. Yeah. He deleted the tweet. Like, Mm -hmm.
0: he deleted, deleted it. Because his agent said something, and then he eventually signed. It was like a complete 180. It was really yeah. weak. I'll
2: just monitor that tweet. If it disappears, I know I'm in trouble.
0: <laughs> Murph every two minutes. Refresh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we, we have to talk about Mitch Jeb's uh, swing, if, if we want to call it that. Uh, I, I I can't stop watching it. Um, and, and I know – you know, the last podcast, we were like, okay, Mitch Jeff, we didn't really dive into it, but I kind of want to talk about him just because of the conflicting reports that we're seeing. I mean, you have one camp that's saying he's not that much, more of a glove, and then you have other camps saying, well, his power is there. It's just the Big Ten uh, fields that he was playing at kind of hindered mm-hmm. that. So I trust your guys' opinion on this. Where does Jeb fall in there? Does he have more power than the Big Ten? Let him show, or is he more just a glove guy with contact, like a Jiwon Bay clone that someone said? I forget who. Uh,
1: I, I saw that a couple places. Uh, they said Kevin Newman or ji1 Bay.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I heard, I heard Kevin Newman too, because like he, he like the power is like the big question on it. But I've seen most places braided like the hit tool pretty favorably for him. Mm. Um, at least, like it was at least like above average. Um, I don't know. Maybe Baseball America gave him something a little bit higher, or maybe Pipeline gave him something higher. Um, I guess, I guess we'll see. You know, we could solve this that if they just send him to Bradenton and I can get some like exit velocity. Or <laughs> I was
1: just gonna say yeah. they're, they're gonna end up, they're gonna, well, <laughs> yeah, because then oh. they're gonna end up uh, sending him to Greensboro. He's gonna start hitting bombs in that park. And we're gonna be like, oh yeah. man, he's got power. <laughs>
2: Which is the problem? Oh, with is do with, uh, the good old trap right now. The good old track people fall in.
0: Don't yeah. don't do what you did with Torero though, and make a seven hundred mile pl- per hour exit velocity and just screw everything.
2: Hey. Hey, I will <laughs> say I too. Like I, that that mistake I will say taught me the value of the ninetieth percentile exit velocity because that just clears a, bu- a whole bunch of mess. And his uh, Torero's uh, exit velocity numbers aren't good, but his ninety, I mean. We could we could go down a whole rabbit hole that'll get us off topic here, but but like I'm kind of like on defense when it comes to him on power. But would would Jeff I'd send him to Bradenton? And we could figure out what his power number, how hard he's hitting the ball. I, I
1: mean that that happened. Uh, a perfect example is Trace Gonzalez last year. We were like, oh man, he had no power outfielder. Then he went to Bradenton, and we were like, hold on a second, he's hitting balls 107, 108. I mean, in the ground, but yeah. yeah. Brian. Yeah, because I, I wrote about that,
2: that like his his launch angle was horrible, but like he, he mm-hmm. hit the ball pretty hard. I mean, he got hit greensboro. He's not really hitting for much power right now, but so that's kind of had you know fell back into it. But he did give us a little bit of hope there for a minute.
0: Yeah, Nola, I didn't mean to cut you off there. You were given your entire thoughts on the draft there, and we kind of went off topic. But um, did you want to finish that's, that thought?
1: That's what we're good at. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why we made the YouTube so people can see this process.
1: <laughs> and then I remember because I was actually commenting on it. Uh, I think with uh, NMR, Nick Ross, and the P two comments because I'd heard one of the analysts talk about it too or make tweets about it. I, I forget exactly where it was. It might have been. I don't remember if it was Kylie or one of the Baseball America people, but they were talking about how the. Uh, draft in general like major league teams are starting to shy away from the prep kids and i should go more for college kids just because of the variability and you're handing out how many millions of dollars I'm, I mean, it's my boy sammy Ciani was a second round pick they got like two and a half million and he can't get out of greensboro um that's why even like Cuvee, if he doesn't sign i mean because at this point when you read his profile he's Kind of reads like a bigger Mason Martin. Design.
0: John said he. I remember John tweeted something out and said he'd get eaten alive by a pro baller. and that's yeah. probably yeah, 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 yeah. Why he's he, not? What doing. is it?
2: Yeah, I think um, I don't know if they put an exact number out there, but they they started talking about like his his average against like velocity of like ninety two or ninety three or higher was like really bad last season. So like yeah. if he's struggling against that kind of stuff, he gets into the pro ball with people with better command of the fastball too, throwing mm-hmm. harder. Like he, he well, get, I mean, he's a guy that so like for for him, for someone with that raw hit tool, he's in the complex league the first two years of his career anyways, and then yeah. Bradenton. So mm-hmm. he he's 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 better off going to school anyways, playing three years, and then he probably he probably gets to Greensboro, or he would get to High A. Mm-hmm. At the, the same time frame, maybe even earlier by going to school. So, yeah. and he probably gets more playing time and stuff like that. So
0: potentially more money as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's, with that power, definitely, he absolutely has a chance to to make more money in a couple of years, anyways. So, yeah.
1: which and it's the thing too, when uh, mm-hmm. when you first mentioned the whole uh, topic of talking about the SEC. Um, I started thinking about it. It's funny how uh, – because even myself, you know, it was always – when it comes to, like, SEC football, it was like, fuck that conference. The conference isn't that good. You just keep ranking them higher, and they beat each other, and that's why they rank so high. But then, you know, they win a championship, and they win another championship, and they win another one. And it's like, uh, okay, maybe the conference is actually good. You know, Tom <laughs> Brady. Tom Brady's a piece of shit, but at the same time, you got to respect, you know, the fact he just kept – Winning, winning, went to Tampa and won, and I feel like it's kind of the same with the SEC baseball because I mean, this year you had two SEC teams. Last year was Ole Miss SEC beating Oklahoma. The year before that was two SEC teams. Yeah. So, because that, that that was the uh, David Bednar, uh, or the not David the baby Bednar, Will Bednar, <laughs> yeah, baby Bednar against Vandy, and it's In just consistently. What's that?
0: His draft stock just skyrocketed after he, the world. He
1: went from like mid second round to I think he went fourteenth to the Giants. Although no. I don't I don't think yeah.
0: he's out of A ball yet, but No. <laughs> yeah. um, but it goes to show you how valuable the SEC is because yeah. you're 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 making it to the World Series if you're in the SEC just you gotta pick the right team at that at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your draft stock can rise, and that's why you see kids going to like Vandy, LSU, Florida. I mean, next year, I mean what, what is it gonna be? Cag Leone and Tommy Tanks fighting for one one there? I mean a-
1: <laughs> When I was gonna say, oh yeah, and then hell, even the Orioles, they went they went LSU relievers back to back, blake money and then Riley Cooper.
0: Yeah. You were banking on money.
1: <laughs> yeah, because his name had the- money. <laughs> I li- I liked them better in 2022, actually, but uh, yeah. it
0: is what it is. All right, we so we're,
1: him him now
0: <laughs> we're going to transition into uh, the next topic here, boys. Unless Murph, you have any other closing thoughts on the the 23 draft here?
2: I mean, I just kind of like picking backing off of that, and then like what we kind of already mentioned too. It's like, you know, Nola mentioned how good the SEC. SEC is and so like yes, we took a bunch of relievers from there, but if the comp like coming full circle with it, like I mentioned earlier, if we're taking a bunch of relievers off these elite teams that are constantly pulling in top transfers, top recruits, all this kind of stuff, like was it? Uh Riley, he might he may may have been the Friday night starter at Campbell over Harrington. With some Which, tune, fine tuning and stuff like that. So yeah.
0: I mean, he was highly regarded coming out of high school. He just never put it together at Vanderbilt.
2: I, yeah. I I just think, like one one thing too. I just think I think we're going to be surprised by some of the guys who end up getting over slot deals here because obviously obviously you know the plan will be to spend a hundred percent of of what we can, and mm. you know we're already we're already starting to. We're already a little bit under, so I, I, I think I think some people are going to be a little bit surprised and probably you're mad at first at some of the guys who who get overslot deals. But yeah. you start thinking about it, looking at it, and kind of just looking at it from afar, I, I think it will make a little bit more sense.
0: I, I would imagine Meath is the the big overslot here. Meath will get one. Yeah.
2: I think. I think Christian Curtis, the guy out of Arizona State, will get one that they took in the 12th mm-hmm. round. I think he'll get one. Um, Skins he
0: overslot? He'd have to be. Skins? I don't know. Maybe. I
2: don't think. I mean, I think. I think
0: just because you have
2: money to throw. Yeah. That if he, I, I think he could get. What was the deal? Like they originally said was like nine point two or something like nine that?
1: 9.25. Nine two five, Yeah.
2: I think I think that could get closer to what the slot value is by the by the end of it if they don't find other ways to spend it but I I, I think they can like I said I think Curtis gets an overslot deal um that catcher out of Puerto Rico he might get they might get him one
1: um yeah he he some of the ones I was looking at last year he he'd be a hard maybe get an overslot
0: yeah yeah It's interesting to see because Charrington, it it was one of the most useless quotes to ever use, but he did say they're going to spend their full slot, like the full allotted amount. I mean, thanks, Captain Obvious, but, I mean, it it needed to be said.
1: I mean, who knows? It might – well, no, they won't wait that long, but I would say who knows. They might just – they might have just set like a, a minimum of nine two five for skins, and they were like, "Look, let us sign everybody, and what you're going to get nine two five plus whatever's left over."
0: Or they can Not do what you said everything. and make a make the biggest undrafted free agent signing ever. Yeah, they should do that. That'd be fun. It'd be fun. That would go well with with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what uh, Domkowski was uh, fairly. He got a fairly decent bonus, if I remember right. I don't remember. Neither do I. Uh, nope.
1: I just, I just know the rules are
0: similar to the 11th to 20th rounds now. Okay, makes sense. Anyways, transitioning to this second topic here, um, and Nola, you kind, you brought this up in the group chat, and I kind of wanted to discuss it because it's an interesting topic. Uh, someone tweeted, I forget who it was, but basically they said advanced analytics has, has ruined baseball. And I, I kind of want to, uh, dive into that a little bit because I use advanced analytics all the time, but I'm not the type of guy that just uses advanced analytics. You know, you mm-hmm. have to also add in the basics and things of that sort but, I mean, you do have certain sects of people who just use advanced analytics and gauge nothing else. So I, I, I don't know. Where, where are we on in that? Because, Murph, I know you're huge into exit velocities, launch angles, things of that sort. So obviously you don't think it's ruined the game. But do you think it potentially could if people use it, I guess, for evil? I don't know the proper term to use uh in this uh, well, conversation here
2: i think i think how's it go too much of anything is a bad thing Yeah. so like if you're living and dying on on it it is it's not it's not going to work the way it's supposed to work i think any anyone who is completely bought and 100 percent sold into analytics analytics will tell you the same thing too like i, I i'm as much of a analytics person as they come you know i I spend hours hours and hours a week tracking you know the the miners and what's going on in the system and stuff like that and use it as much as i can in my writing but i don't i don't think that's i don't think it all is the say all be all with it like you got to kind of find the right blend of blend of it to for it to work the way that you want it to work
0: yeah. So. Um just 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 a little tidbit here. Calix crab, Altoona's manager, his favorite advanced analytics stat to talk about or to, to gauge a player's value on is take a guess and I'll tell you. Like we're dog, talking uh, value. we're talking about
2: whatever it is on base.
0: It's woba. 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 Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. See the That that was like a tease. I figured it was going to be something like super simple.
0: No, no, I was being legit. Like, this is an advanced analytics step. He loves Woba. I use that a lot. Um, Okay. Yeah.
1: Isn't that one that uh, Carlos Correa brought up when he was going on his huge uh, analytics talk the one time?
0: I think so. That's it. I mean, Woba is a good thing to gauge. If you think about it. You, it, it
1: brings in a lot of different statistics into one.
0: Yeah. Now, here's the biggest debate here. Do you guys say OPS or OPS? OPS.
2: I would say OPS. But I've heard I I who's it I think it was Jim Callis on yeah. was it Callis? Yeah, he Callis, was saying ops yeah. on, on one of the on yeah. one of the podcasts and it had me questioning my entire life. For, I've for heard other other a certain
0: podcaster that won't be named say Ops quite a bit.
1: He probably realizes he has a sh- uh, short window to get as many words out as possible. So instead of saying an OPS, it takes, it's too many syllables.
0: Ops. Ops. I love it.
2: I mean, that does <laughs> make sense, though. unfortunately.
0: Don't make it make sense, man. Come on. Man.
2: You made it make sense. I'm just saying that it made sense.
0: No, no. It doesn't no, no.
1: make sense that you're apparently in PNC Park right now, but I guess so.
0: with with the Pirates charity sign, with the Pirates charity sign, you need to update your picture, Mur. He's dead. Yeah. We mourned him. We mourned him on. This is. It's a. It,
2: it's a.
0: In memoriam. It's a, a remembrance. Yeah,
2: that's
0: what it is. Hashtag <laughs> in memoriam. That's that's the new hashtag. Screw Petty Jeffy. It's hashtag in memoriam. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. I I am gassed out on uh, topics here boys and girls. It's been a very long week for me. Uh, heat is a real thing. It'll it'll kill you. It'll kill you. And uh, we, we had a fellow UPSer in Arizona, California die because of heat. Uh, delivering packages. He died right in front of a Ring cam. And that's why <laughs> That's why we're fighting for better benefits, better everything, and we might see the biggest strike in the United States ever, pretty soon here. Um,
1: they said that they said there could be a loss
0: of seven billion dollars. Yeah.
1: Thing. that's yeah. insane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when you see a UPS driver, folks, give him some water, give him some Gatorade, give him something, because he's working hard out there in this heat. It's you're driving in a tin can. Be kind. And that's my, that's that's my little statement for today. Be kind to people, especially the UPS driver. Especially, he, <laughs> yeah. That's all I'll say about that. Anyways, we're gonna end the show here. Um, remember to share this video, use the hashtag #PettyJeffy. Give us your thoughts on the entire draft. I, I mean the entire draft, not just day one. Um, is it schemes or bust here? And Nola mentioned it's kind of the first overall pick or the first round pick or bust in any draft, which makes sense. Um, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and use the hashtag Petty Jeffy, and you will be entered in to win a signed Bubba Chandler jersey. Nola, you got to show the front of it because it's great. This one's what right. happened. He's showing off the JP Massey. You can't have it. <laughs> you can't have it. It's <laughs> mine. It's mine. This came out good. This came out good. <laughs> they did. They did. Um, but as always, we leave you with our socials to give us a follow on. Uh, for me, I would appreciate a follow on Twitter at 2HG013. Um, we also have a TikTok now. We made a TikTok for the podcast and the YouTube channel for Pittsburgh Baseball Now. It's at Pittsburgh Baseball Now on TikTok. Um, I know you youngsters who watch this show uh, use TikTok quite a bit. So tap into the untapped market and see what sticks, man. We might even make a thread account. Who knows?
1: I haven't even downloaded that TikTok app. Yeah,
2: TikTok. <laughs> see. I said that I said that a couple years ago, and then when Sprint closed down during COVID,
0: it's addicting. I fell into it. It's addicting. It is. Mm. It it's is. very addicting. But Murph, give the beautiful people your social man and any projects you got working on.
2: As always, follow me on Twitter at double underscore murphy eighty eight. Um, in my bio on Twitter is a link to my YouTube page where I post like the Pirates videos. Been doing some other little breakdown videos and stuff like that as well. Um, Give that a follow as well. um, Yeah.
0: Nola Jeffy, hashtag Petty Jeffy. What you got going on, man? Give your socials.
1: Uh, At Nola Jeffy, N-O-L-A-J-E-F-F-Y. Yeah. Yeah. How's
0: your grass? Is it nice and cut? It's cut now. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go out there with the weed trimmers too?
1: The, yeah,
0: I went out there with the edge
1: afterwards and then the blower. Look at you. This this is, this is not not the heat to be doing that in, but, you know, it's got to be done.
0: Yeah. I I'm feel not like...
1: looking
2: forward to whatever the new house is built with that. <laughs> <laughs> if well, I,
1: if I had money to throw around, I'd buy one of those grass-cutting robots. There you they go. This. Yeah. yeah, they have those now. It's like a Roomba, but it's a mower.
0: Yeah. Seems very sky is definitely contemplating this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, before we get far over the allotted time here, <laughs> love you guys very much. Uh, please like, rate, subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast wherever you get your podcast, and show us the support oh, yeah. you've been showing for over a year.
1: watches this, I'm wearing a dumb Arva hat.
0: Oh, I like that. Shut up, That looks cool. I want that. It does. (laughs) Absolutely. But we love you guys very much. We'll see you next time. Bye.